0: On this inaugural uh, veteran cast, you are going to meet Matt Hall and Blaine Zimmerman. Uh, Matt is VSO with the Veteran Service Officer with the City of Indianapolis, and Blaine is with Circle City Vets. And we're going to hear about some exciting things coming up to help veterans just with everything that they're doing. Uh, you're not going to miss this one if you're a veteran.
1: The mission of Veteran Cast is to educate, inform, and improve the lives of veterans in our community. This is a podcast hosted and produced by veterans in order to serve our sisters and brothers at ease.
0: Hey, everybody, this is Doug Carr. We have across from me the famous Harrison Painter.
2: What's up? What's going on, man?
0: It's been a while since we've shared the microphone. I know, it's been way too long since we've shared it. And, uh, and I don't know if you guys know, but uh, I think everybody probably knows that I'm a Navy veteran, uh, but not too many people probably know that you're a Navy veteran as well, right?
2: Absolutely. VP31 Moffitt Field and during Desert Storm and uh, yeah. some of the best times of my life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that we notice here in Indianapolis is, uh, we, we actually talked to Matt, who is our guest today, uh, from, he's a veteran service officer, right? For this city.
1: Yeah. I'm the veteran service officer for the city of Indianapolis and in Marion County, but I'm also the director of veteran services for the city of Indianapolis.
0: Fantastic. And, and we also have Blaine Zimmerman with us. Blaine.
3: Yep, I'm Blaine Zimmerman. I'm the chair of the newly formed Circle City Vets uh, initiative that the mayor's office is putting on.
0: And and this is what's exciting because I think Harrison and I probably talked t- 2 years ago <laughs> about how there wasn't it was it was kind of disorganized organization, you know, with all the veterans groups and and we felt kind of outside of it because we don't work we're not, you know, we don't we don't uh go after you know federal grant, uh, contracts and and all of that stuff. Uh We're we're part of the tech community, and so we always felt kind of distant. That you know, hey, we're veterans, but we really don't know how to help veterans or get involved. And then you came down to our office probably six months ago now, Matt. So it's been 6 months or more or something. Yeah, it's been a little while. It's been a while and and Matt was nice enough to sit with us for I think, you know, well heck, probably a couple hours that day because it was a fun day. And, uh, and really just spell out all the opportunities there are for veterans in town, uh, all the things that were going on. And, and we're excited to kind of see this come to fruition that we're all, we're all starting to connect with each other and kind of get the dials moving in the right direction where we can really help organize, um, you know, one provide obviously veterans, uh, an, an opportunity, you know, to get jobs or, or, you know, uh, in town. But the other one is also just, you know, knowing where to get their benefits and, and yeah, you know, how all to kinds work of stuff. with the VA.
1: All kinds of stuff, right? So um, as a veteran service officer, I'm supposed to be tasked with uh, helping veterans through the VA process. And everybody knows that's like the easiest straightforward process that you've ever seen, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so easy that anybody can do it. Uh, but no, I, I, that's what I'm supposed to do. But uh, fortunately and unfortunately, uh, the mayor pays my salary, so he also gets to dictate what I do um, for for other things. Uh, and we've had some some issues in our city with homelessness and transportation and employment and other things. So I've been spending the majority of my time with uh, with other things, and a very small minority of my time with uh, helping veterans through the VA process. I am, however, working on. Uh, you know, we just passed a, we just passed a or had a, a vote on a balanced budget this year. Uh, so we, we overcame a $50 million shortfall in the, in the city. Uh, so now I'm able to start pushing the mayor for hiring more people. And oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's where he started. He, he really cut a lot of, a lot of the the fat was he didn't hire a full staff to start off with. Uh, so now that he saved the money and now that he's pushed that kind of stuff, now I can start pushing him to hire some people. So, uh, it's, it's on the docket. I, I can't say it's top of the docket, but it's on the docket. Uh, and we're we're in discussions right now. Do we hire four part times, two full times? Um, but the VA would really like us to hire seven full time veteran service officers dedicated towards Marion County, just because of the number of veterans we have in Marion County.
0: And and what are those numbers like? Are you ready? Yeah.
1: I got them off the top of my head here. Sixty-three thousand veterans registered with the VA that live in Marion County. Wow. Eighteen thousand of those are receiving compensation and pension benefits from the from the uh, from the VA. That leaves almost forty thousand veterans that are not bringing money from the VA into our community uh, because we are a proud bunch. We are
2: too proud to accept the the the. Gift. Wow, that's my math's not gray, but that's about sixty-five percent,
1: right? Yeah, and so that. That equals out to about a half a billion dollars a year, and, and when you look at the, the averages that a veteran pulls in, I think a, a veteran averages around $12,000, $13,000 a year uh, times those 40000 It's about a half a billion dollars we're missing out on our, our our economy here, but that's only the veterans that are registered with the VA. There's an estimate of another 40,000 veterans in Marion County that are not registered with the VA, and those those are going to be your uh, – typically. so I'm an old guy. Um, those are going to be a lot of your Cold War vets. Cause unfortunately, a lot of Cold War vets don't think that they're vets, don't think that they get to qualify. The Vietnam guys got it. We all, they, they qualify. They fought. They, yes. Yes. Come in and get your, get your benefits. The OIF, OEF guys, post 911 guys. Yes. You fought wartime. You get your benefits. The, the Cold War guys, there, there wasn't a whole lot going on. So they don't think they get it. In reality, you do get it. It's 180 days on, on active duty. You can come and file with the VA.
0: That's incredible. And, and we talked a lot about you know, why, why would you, you know, a lot of people say, well, I wasn't injured. I wasn't this, I wasn't that. But, but the fact is, is that you probably were injured. You probably did go to sick call. You probably did get laid up with either back injuries or or some other type of thing. I I think almost everybody does while they're in the Navy. And so what they don't realize is that some of the problems that they're having later in life were, are, are there because of the aggravation, you know, of when they served.
1: The biggest one is the hearing. Yeah. I mean, how many of us have walked around a jet engine going off at some point or a ship or a tank or one of those things, even a hammer, you know, that, that, all the hammering and wrenching and things that go on with being the range, being at the range. Yeah. And it can attribute to your hearing loss. And so hearing loss is a big thing for, for the VA. And they are now giving out hearing aids. Uh, I know a lot of wives are going to love this because I, I, typically tell people I <laughs> can't hear, but a lot of my wife keeps telling me you got a hearing aid. Uh, they give out class A, like the high end hearing aids at the VA that hooks to your phone with the Bluetooth and the whole nine yards. Uh, I mean, the care at the VA, the actual doctors are, are absolutely top notch. It's, it's really cool to see some of the care that they're doing there.
0: And and let's talk about that a little bit because I think if uh, if I'm a veteran and I haven't been a part of the community and I don't know this stuff, all I read is what's in the news about you know veterans dying for care and everything, but but they're not talking about Indianapolis where in Indianapolis it's quite the opposite, right? We have incredible care facilities here.
1: So the VA around the country is actually really good. So the the, the doctor, it's a competitive process to get into for a doctor is to get into the VA. Uh, because at the VA, you're going to see Agent Orange. You're going to see um, uh, it, it, the psychologists are going to see PTS and TBI uh, and a lot of anxiety and things like that. Uh, you're going to see amputations. You're going to see all different kinds of things at the VA that the average doctors don't really get a chance to see. So you're going to be able to progress your career by getting experience and exposed to a lot of these new <laughs> ailments yeah. that we that we have veterans come up with, right? Uh, so the care is, is, while it's not the highest paid job in the world, but the, the experience you're going to get is is second to none uh, from around the country. So it's a big push to get into the VA uh, as a doctor. Um, I think the the piece that uh, Secretary McDonald and now Secretary Shulkin are really trying to fight is how to clean up the administration piece uh, and, and how to cl- cl- the cuss the the care um, uh, of of the, the patients uh, while not in actual doctor care, you know, how, the phone calls, the emails, how you're getting, getting seen at the, at the desk and everything like that. Right. Um, that's where they're, they're doing, they're kind of, kind of the bulk of their work is right now.
3: The other thing that we haven't talked about is the VA benefits go a lot further than healthcare. <coughs> um, I mean, that's, that's the easy one to focus on. You know, people aren't going out and, and, claiming their hearing or claiming PTSD or things like that, but we've still got VA loans uh, for homes and and allowing veterans to own homes here in Indianapolis, the education benefits. I was, there's a lot of different types of education benefits. Um, I used like three different ones. And I think a lot of people to your point think, well, I didn't do enough. Maybe I shouldn't sign up for that. Or maybe I don't qualify um, those types of things. They add up quick. I mean, it's it's uh going back to school is not cheap, and if you can get your service time to pay for it, it makes a huge difference.
1: Yeah, it, Blaine, that's a that's a good point because a lot of people don't realize there's two different
3: uh, there's actually three different offices of the VA. There's the
1: the the medical center, the hospital. There's the Veterans Benefits Administration where you get all your benefits for compensation and pen and and pension and, and all the different things, and then there's the cemetery portion as well. Uh, but if you need to get benefits for the VA, that's not at the hospital. Don't walk in the front. I mean, if you walk in the front door of the hospital and go to the information desk and say, hey, where do I get my benefits? Right. They will help you. They're nice people, but it's not in that building. You're going to have to go somewhere else to, to find that assistance. So, uh, yeah, there there is two 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 different places uh, to do that. And in Indianapolis, the Veterans Benefit Administration is at the uh, federal building uh, across the street from the War Memorial on the third floor. If you just go up to the third floor of that building… It's the whole third floor. So just walk around up there and you'll find somebody to help you.
0: That's incredible. And, and both of you guys touched on this, you know, education benefits. You talked about medical benefits. Um, this is money that's already pre-budgeted. Like a lot of people in, in Harrison and I, when we were talking to you, you know, we we're like, well, you know, we don't want to be a suck on the economy or anything like that. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> you know, our- we have, we have jobs, but, but your point was, no, no, this is, this is already allocated. This it's is fed, sitting there. Federal dollars. Go, go get the – and if you, don't,
1: uh, if you don't feel you need the addition to your house or the new car or your kid needs braces or, or whatever it is, uh, give it to your church. Give it to a nonprofit. You know, um, Write a big check and dump it in one of these guys, the, the panhandler's buckets if you want to. I, whatever you want to do, bring it back to the economy because that's going to get spent at a local owner's store. And you know you're going to pay for your dry cleaning or, or something like that, and that person's going to be able to send their kids to college and, and get that doc, doctor bills for their kids, and it's just everything in the community
2: is going to just help us out as a community as a whole. And that's the bigger point, right? So go back to what's the number that our economy is missing based on those number of half a billion, Well, so the estimate is somewhere between three hundred and eight hundred million dollars a year. So think about that. This is not welfare, right? Right. This is something that all veterans have earned. And by not applying, not being part of the system, the city is really missing out from an economy standpoint.
1: It, not, not yeah, the city. But when you, let I mean, let me clarify the city comment because it's not just it's not Mayor Hogsett that's missing out, right, it's, right, right. It's, it's the people of it's the the community that's missing right. out. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. Um, but it's it's you know the the shop owner who's who's going to be able to to sell a couple extra things for you.
0: Well, and even for us, you know, we we work with all these startups and entrepreneurs. You know that that could be the baseline money that you need to eat your ramen noodles while you're yeah. while you're getting your company off the ground. Yeah, know?
1: yeah. Um, it, you know, we've all we've all had loser lunch, where it's a slap of baloney between two palms, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's it, sometimes you got to do that, right? But it's uh, yeah. I mean, bring that money back in it and, and, and invest it. There's venture cap. Vi- Venture capitalism here in the city that's, that's starting to take off a lot. Angel investing. There's all kinds of cool stuff going on. So uh, even if you don't want to get involved, uh, you know, get it all in cash, put it in a shoebox and dump it off at your church. I'm sure they'll love to have it.
2: Yeah. And veterans out there, stop being so humble. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I mean, one of the big things that Doug and I talked about, we really don't know who the prominent veteran CEOs and, and business owners really are in this city. Right. That that I went to Chicago for a meeting and I saw all these high end corporate CEOs getting together and VPs and all that. And they had a big discussion here in Indy. Like, I don't know who those people are. And I think it's because we're humble. Look, I just started putting veteran owned business on my stuff this year. Yeah, You know, so I'm just as guilty as most people of that as well. So I think we need to stop being so humble and start talking about our veteran status.
1: Harrison, that is a fantastic point.
2: And that segues right into
3: Blaine blank? can you tell us about what you're doing with Circle City Vets? Yeah. So we are working, this all happened because I was running a golf outing and tried to pitch a beer, uh, a, a brewery to give us free beer. And when I gave my pitch, Matt just so happened to be sitting next to me and said, Hey, I think we need to talk. <laughs> um, those talks evolved into we're working um, with some prominent businesses here in the city um, that. We'll be hopefully announcing soon, um, in order to help veterans, uh, transition really, um, uh, back into the civilian world, whether it be through the reserves or through active duty, um, and help them find that education and, and employment opportunities that are out there. I think that, um, it's a, it's a double edged sword. I think that our city does a pretty good job of, of hiring and you've got, you know, some of the juggernauts here in the city that really pride themselves on hiring vets. But I think the other side of that is also the retention side as well. Um, you've got, you know, say a guy named Tim, and he's a uh, air force vet and, you know, when you own a business or you're a manager, when your employees are ready for that next step, and you also know if you have or don't have that next step available to him, well, why are we losing Tim to Cincinnati or Chicago or St. Louis, right? Why aren't these companies getting together and saying, Hey, I got a guy and I know that you've got some positions over there. We need to get him in front of you so that we're keeping him in Indianapolis because from a retention standpoint, what that's doing is Tim's telling all of his buddies in the Air Force how awesome Indianapolis is and how hard they work to keep him in the city. There, He's also like, so, you know, some of them may move here. You also probably just got yourself a boomerang employee because when Tim's ready for his next position, he's going to remember everything he did for him and he's probably going to be way more open to coming back. Um, I think that that's kind of where our jumping off point is right now. Um, we really kind of want to focus on um, improving – the community for veterans here in Indianapolis. I think that the community portion is a really big part of it. And we're still kind of seeing um, how to formulate that. Um, We've got some ideas and trying to figure out the best way to do it moving forward. But I think to your point, even guys, men and women that aren't CEOs, they're the same way. I know that I struggled with that when I first came out of active duty was I didn't, I wanted to be Blaine. And get a job because I deserved it um i didn't want to be oh well, this guy's a veteran, and you know i it, yeah, it almost a lot, of pride. Seemed, a lot of pride yeah it it, it i it wasn't a negative stigma, but it was still like i didn't want it to seem like I was something was happening because I was a veteran um because
2: well, we didn't join the military to get a favor
3: exactly, right? yeah, and those people always really annoy me, like the guys that wear their uniform on a plane, hoping they'll get upgraded to first class, like <laughs> those guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> but there's uh, there's definitely something that like you do it you do have to stop being humble and say hey like this is what I did and from our standpoint like I'm I'm way more willing to go out and say hey I'm a veteran and what I want to do is I want to help more veterans be more comfortable saying I'm a veteran and I want to give back to the Indianapolis community so
0: well, I think so, you know, some companies obviously realize the advantage of that, right? You know, that they, they realize that, you know, you're, you're someone that's not afraid to work hard. You're not afraid of hours. You're someone that can take orders. You're someone with attention to detail. You know, all of those aspects of military life that, that swing over, you know, even now today, you know, I, I, attention to detail for us, you know, for design troubleshooting, you know, analytics is, is critical to everything that we're doing. And I think finally employers are large employers are figuring that out, right? Salesforce has vet forces it. Yeah. So, um, we have,
1: we are fortunate to have, uh, a, a few headquarters here in Indy. And I, you know, I don't want to bust out Blaine and, and what he's talking about, but a lot of those companies that he's talking about that are joining this, this Circle City Vets thing or who have committed, uh, have their names, uh, 20 some floors up on top of buildings here in Indianapolis. Um, so you've all seen them, but Salesforce has Vet Force internal, uh, who's an internal affinity group, veteran affinity group. Uh, Lily has a group. Rolls-Royce, uh, has a group. Uh, UPS, FedEx, uh, Covance, uh, Anthem. I mean, there's, You name it. There's every large large company around here. Usually has a veterans affinity group inside of it, and if it doesn't, it has a bunch of vets that are going to going and drinking beer at during the Army Navy games kind of thing.
3: Well, and um, I wasn't holding out their names to be humble. We just haven't finalized everything and gotten everybody to say, okay, I will say that some of the companies he said are a part of it. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll leave it at that and then when we can make our official announcement. But well, that's fantastic. Yeah. I, mean, I
1: think it's also, so Blaine's also doing a great job with, with these companies pushing them out because we want to have when these companies go out to, and, and not just those big companies, but anybody who's a part of Circle City Vets, goes out to recruit at Cherry Point, North Carolina, or UC, MCRD San Diego, or or, uh, or or any of these other places, uh, Travis Watertown, Air Force Bay, yeah, who who can go, <laughs> lovely Watertown, New York, um, <laughs> who can go out to these places and recruit some of these vets they go out with a logo they go out with a sign they go out with something else to offer not just a job at their place but a but a community to to join into that they you don't have to join but it's it's available for you to come in and and join and be a part of get transition because a lot of these organizations are not just the internal veterans affinity groups but we're talking about colleges we're talking about barbers realtors rental properties all these places so if you're if you're going to come in and uh be a part of Matt Hall company or or uh, it, incorporated uh, we're also working with realtors who can help you find a house and this realtor gives uh, you know extra t- we'll, we'll donate an extra hour to helping you find a place or uh, you know haircuts or communities or whatever else here's
3: the CrossFit gym here's the yep. marathon running group like whatever can bring you whatever makes community to you we are trying to bring all of that in because I think that one of the things I try to do with with the, the people that are on this council Um, is really challenge them to think outside of just, we want to hire vets. Well, why, to all of your points, Doug, that's why people want to hire vets. But what, what is the, the end goal, right? And it's to create a, Indianapolis is a really great community for veterans. And if those veterans are getting out and talking to each other and, and doing more than just going to the Legion once in a while and having beers and doing more things, then they're probably going to say, Indianapolis is a pretty awesome place. What can we do to help? And then they start giving back and then it just, you know, hopefully starts blooming and and getting larger. Well,
2: no, I think this is great because you do have kind of the negative stigma. I won't call anybody out, but some of the more the the traditional veteran groups where it is just a bunch of people drinking beer and complaining. Right. And (laughs) the young folks don't want to be part of that. Right. They're cause driven. And they want to be part of something, again, bigger than themselves. So I think that's where. Circle City Vets and and organizations like this come in to fill that void. And
1: and I don't think this is a uh, an an umbrella organization that keeps everything underneath it. I think this is more of a connection organization that connects right. different organizations together. So we're not looking to recreate the, the wheel with this. We're just looking to create all the to connect all the different wheels to it.
0: But that's but that's what's critical. You know, I mean, I I think when I when I talked to you, you knew that I had started my business ten years ago, and it was a a quagmire, right? It was, you know, I had to go fill out this paperwork here, go register this here, get on, you know, sam.gov, uh, mail Dunn's and Bradstreet yeah. and all that garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and so then I got it all done and then it was, a uh, okay, Crickets. now what? <laughs> <laughs> right? I did all the stuff you told me now what?
1: Yeah. And then and, and so they then, hit you up next year for another 30 bucks or whatever.
0: Exactly, And so, so I, and there just wasn't a support group there. There wasn't a blame, you know, there were, and, uh, and I don't even know that we had, a I wouldn't even, even known that we had a veteran service officer, you know, in town. And so I think the, you know, the opportunity here with like a podcast like this is to get the, you know, Hey, if you know a veteran and you're listening to this show, send this podcast over to them to listen to because now we do have connectors. Now we got Matt. Now we got Blaine. We'll talk, you know, at the end of the show about where you can find them and what you can go through. But the fact is, is that now it's here and it's starting to really emerge quickly, you know, and thank you for the work you're doing because this is, it's, it's absolutely critical. I, w- I was lost, you know, and so these, these are, op- and, and then of course, now that my business is doing well and Harrison's is doing well, now we want to, we want to figure out how to keep pushing you guys, you know, how do, how can we help? What can we do to, you know, to assist? And so well, I, I'm really excited about where this is going. I think it's going to be cool,
1: man. I, I think there's so many things uh, that Indy does. Unfortunately, Indy a flyover state and we have uh, a big state, a big city uh, about three hours north, northwest of us that takes up a lot of our pub, but uh, we're doing some cool stuff here that nobody else is doing and not a lot of people are seeing about it or hearing about it. Uh, and not that we're doing it in a silo for uh, on purpose. It's just that we're focused on doing the right thing. Yeah. And so we're not getting a lot of these influences from the coasts, from, from New York, from, from Dallas on, on a lot of these things. We are uh, thinking outside the box. And a lot of times we're doing the same thing that a lot of those organizations are doing anyways, but we're thinking outside the box to fix, fix a lot of our issues and our problems. And a lot of times it's, we, we are working very hard not to recreate businesses so that other, we take, take business away from other people, but to accentuate and kind of push up other businesses around us to, to really help out our, our community.
2: Yeah. So we can keep what's ours, right? Exactly. We want to keep these exactly. folks. I, I just, I just want to connect you with other people
1: that can help you m- get bigger and better.
0: Fantastic. Well, let's, let's talk about what, if you're a veteran, uh, Whether and it doesn't make a difference what age, right? Whether you just got out of the service or whether you're seventy years old, I'd recommend you do it while you're still in. Yeah, okay. Get that transition going while you're still
1: in. File for the VA. Just, just there's, there's a form. Even if you don't have anything wrong with you, so not not a lot of people know this. If you are rated at zero percent disability. As, as a veteran, you send in your – you broke your knee or you broke your leg playing soccer or doing combat salsa in Bagram one night and, uh, you know, you twisted an ankle and you come back and – You were there? I, no ish. There I was. <laughs> True story. <laughs> right? Is that all a good story start? Uh, I changed one word. But, uh, it, yeah, so if you have an issue and you think that you you are disabled – not even – you just send your stuff in. If you don't have a physical ailment, if you don't have a problem – Go through all all this stuff, and then you get rated at zero percent disability. You are you're, you're still a disabled vet, even at a zero percent disability. You still get you still get to put disabled vet on your cards. You still get to get the disabled vet benefits. You just don't get the monthly stipend right. that comes with with your an injury. So. You still get to get all the business the, the assistance from the Small Business Administration with filing your paperwork. You still get to uh, utilize the VA. Um, you, you know, in Indiana, you still get the 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 golden ticket to go into all the state parks for free. Uh, you know, there's so much that you get to do uh, as a zero percent rated uh, disabled veteran. You still are considered a disabled veteran. It's it's crazy to me. I did not know that. Yep. Yeah.
3: Even as a zero percent rating, occasion benefit too for it, your children. Yep. I, I, you probably know. I I only know kind of what that means. My kid's four, so I haven't looked into. Yeah, it yet. mine aren't yeah. old enough. But yeah. the way I understand <laughs> it is, if you are up to a zero percent, um, disabled vet, which sounds weird, you're zero you're zero percent disabled. Um, your children can get tuition at any of the state schools, none of the private schools, but the state schools will. Now, obviously, they still have to pay for room and board and everything like that. But that's still a pretty big chunk of change out of your pocket there. Yeah. So.
2: That's incredible.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there. A lot of good. I mean, it's too much to list in in this podcast, but uh, yeah, go check it out. Now, if you just, um, I I heard of a a website. uh, What's the name of that thing again? uh, It lists all the resources. What's that? Azimuth. Azimuth. Yeah, I've heard of that thing. Uh, If you look up at azimuthlist.org, I think they've got all the Veterans Benefits Administrations listed across the United States. You You can find a phone number or an address there to go find them. Love it.
0: Fantastic. And Blaine, how do they, what, what can we do to help you? You know,
3: it's a good question. We are still getting ourselves off the ground. We still have some stuff to, to finalize and formalize. Um, I think that we're probably looking at, uh, beginning of 2018 for some of our projects coming out. And once that first project kind of kicks off, um, then we'll be able, we'll really be on hitting the ground running as far as looking for volunteers and looking for different ways, um, to, to make our events better and to get more veterans out, uh, really, um, just so we can give them a resource to be able to talk to each other. I don't think that, that we're doing anything groundbreaking for them. We're just trying to give them an avenue to do things for themselves. So. Fantastic. Well, and
0: you guys know we're on board. Uh, you know, we had spoke by the time this, by the time this airs, you know, we'll have already had our meeting, but, uh, the speakeasy is, of course, interested in assisting, um, because it has a great venue space and everything else, classroom and everything. And then, you know, Harrison's been working with 317 Collaborate. And, and is, did I say that right? Is it collaborate collaborate three one I, seven. I did it the opposite. See collaborate three, one, seven, which is also just an incredible space. And so we've got obviously these connections to these, these and a folks. couple of
2: pretty good marketers that can yeah, uh, yeah. really spread the word
0: and nonprofits, right? Those are, those are both nonprofits, which, which is always nice too. So their whole thing isn't to make a buck. It's, you know, it's how do they improve the city? So we're, we're looking forward to really helping you guys and and having this just take off
1: we're really looking forward to it too i know the speakeasy is 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 going to be great in this whole thing just uh you know there's a lot of veteran veteran entrepreneurs that are out there um you know the age of of working at the factory for 30 years and getting your gold watch is is kind of gone away so there's a lot of people trying to figure out uh i mean in the the military we're taught how to lead soldiers from a very young age and so Uh, it's tough to take that leadership training away when you get out and you want to run something. You want to lead something. You want to be in charge of something. That's what you're good at. That's what you learned how to do. Uh, and so there's a lot of veteran entrepreneurs that are out there looking to, uh, to figure this stuff out. Speakeasy. We're, we're looking at, uh, hopefully doing some sort of collaboration with them to, uh, to entice some veterans to come and be a part of this, this entrepreneurial space here.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I'll, I'll throw in a two cents on that too, that, You know, the opportunity here is that if you know someone that, you know, did come back and has PTSD, these spaces are fantastic for that as well, right? And that's that. You know, these aren't rigid, you know, go stand in a factory, you know, yeah. stand next to a piece of machinery stuff. A lot of the companies have flexible working hours, incredibly supportive environments to work in. They they recognize the fact that, you know, someone coming back that might have some problems and need time off from here and there, these are the perfect conditions to work in, you know, and it's it's startups are just a, uh, you know, you're doing it. You're doing it to get bloody anyways, you know, and so people are really, really helpful and supportive of, you know, your private life versus your work life and everything else. So I think there's some good opportunities here for um veterans, old, young, you know, disabled, not disabled, you know. And we have beer. Yeah, we have beer and bourbon. And yeah. bourbon. <laughs> I'd never go
1: home. That was what attracted me to tech <laughs> yeah. when I first moved back.
3: I actually, when I first got out of active duty and moved back, um, I had an idea I wanted to work in the tech space. I had a friend that worked at the Speakeasy in Broaderpool. His company oh, yeah. was out of there. And he directed me to your website, which was just a exhaustive list of all the tech companies in Indy. Yeah. And all I did, I, I tried to be proactive and go before I was out. And I just started sending my resume to every one of them until somebody hired me. So (laughs) you you were actually really helpful in me finding a job, even though you didn't know that.
0: That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, I love it. And and it's that's why we're here. You know, I mean it's it's a weird community. I think you know, if you're in a Austin or Boston or San Francisco, you know, you get drowned out in a in a tech community. Nobody knows who you are, you know, but in Indianapolis, it's not hard to stand out. You know, and we and we're growing like crazy. I I think I saw the stats at 2016 over 5,000 new jobs added. You know, and these are these are really above average pay jobs, you know indy indiana does one thing though we are number one in the nation
1: hiring vets our veteran unemployment rate is around one percent
0: oh that's awesome
1: yeah so if you're a vet and you're what that means is that we have more jobs than we have vets so if you are a vet looking for work it's here if you're out of state and you want to find something cool to do and get in get in somewhere with you know the lilies the sales forces the the you know even in the entrepreneurial space there's uh uh, the 1150 Academy, which teaches coding for veterans, yep. and they'll they'll teach for free. Salesforce has free certificates for veterans and their spouses. I, I mean, if you're interested in tech, if you want to stay at home and and work in your PJs with a, a cup of your own coffee and kick your dog around every thirty seconds or something, yep. uh, you could do that. You know, just get on Salesforce and and f- take take some of those classes. So There's really cool. Uh group going on here, kind of an underground rumble of, of it happening here.
3: It's not just the tech community either. Um, Indianapolis as a city is a very, um, accessible city. Um, there's another project that I've worked on for the past few months. That's not veteran related, but we were two phone calls away from anybody we wanted to talk to about this project from former deputy mayors to the CEO of IndyCar I mean, we told them about a project. They said it's for Indianapolis. It's to make Indianapolis better. Come on over. I'll give you an hour of my time. Um. So for somebody who moved back and I'm not from Indianapolis, I'm from Cicero. I mean, it's close, but I knew no one here to be able to get to the point where I'm actually, you know, doing things with the mayor's office, just from going out and, and trying, that's all you have to do. As long as you come out, here and that's what I love about Indianapolis so much is you come out and you try somebody's going to help you out and you're going to be able to at least get, be given the tools to to help meet, meet your goals here in Indy and I think that that's a super important thing to talk about it's not just the tech community it's the city as a whole we're very accessible and and I think most of that good old Hoosier hospitality people really want to see you succeed and help you succeed in the way they whatever way they can and we got good beer
2: we yeah. we do have good beer, yeah. There's a theme here. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so once again, I, I just want people to be clear. So, uh, Matt, you work for the Veteran Service Office. Anywhere people can go online for information on that, or how to call you, or
1: yeah, if you go on the city website right now, we have a splash page. But the city is is it's an exhaustive uh, effort at creating a digital city hall. Uh, so we will have pages on that as well. Uh, but right now there is a splash page which has my, uh, email address. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, it's matt.hall at indie.gov. Uh, that is the best way to get a hold of me. Please don't call my phone. I can't answer my phone. It rings off the hook all day and it's clogged with messages. If I, I apologize in advance, but my office phone is, is toast. Uh, but matt.hall at indie.gov if you need to get a hold of me.
0: And it's important for folks to know that there is one of you in every major county. county right now.
1: Every All 92 counties in Indiana. Yeah.
0: So you have a veteran service officer in your county that you should be talking to if you haven't already. And you can go down there and literally just sit down and do the paperwork right there, right?
1: Yeah. So there's a, something else you might not know. There's a... a a form intent to file, which will start your date of, of your claim. So if, uh, if I filed that, that if I didn't have all my paperwork today, but I walked into my veteran service officer and I was able to file an intent to file, uh, and then I, I could go back. I have a year to go back, get all my paperwork, come back, file my claim. And my initial start date would be the date that I filed my, my intent. So it, even if you don't have all your paperwork or you can't find all your paperwork, Go in and file that intent real quick. It takes about 20, 30 minutes. You're going to go talk to the VSO. He's going to ask you about all your service, and uh, you'll file your intent to file. And then you go back home and find your DD-214 and find all your medical paperwork and all that different stuff. If you can't find that stuff, your veteran service officer should know some phone numbers to call around the country to help you find that stuff. I had to call back to uh, Fort Carson to get some documentation um, sent back to me on some some work I had done back in 1992 <laughs> and uh it, it uh there was uh they but they sent it right out and I was I was able to submit that paperwork. So yeah, talk to your VSO. Uh they will be able to figure out yeah, you know, they'll be able to find file your intent to file right away, uh, and then they will help you find all your paperwork that you can find. I get emails all day from all over the state saying, Hey, I've got this situation, somebody's Somebody's spouse came in, or or I, we had a World War Two vet die, and, and uh, the spouse just came in and doesn't know where to go, or if they if she gets help or anything like that kind of stuff. How do we find help? So that we we have a good network there.
0: Awesome, and and uh, Blaine. Where can people find
3: you? The best way to probably get a hold of me now is to also through email blaine.zimmerman at indie.gov. Um if you're lazy, Matt's is obviously easier to type in. <laughs> <laughs> <you. Appreciate> that. <laughs> just write my name in the subject and he will just <laughs> forward it. Uh, thanks, man. But yeah, no, it's Blaine.zimmerman at Indy.gov. Uh I'm also on LinkedIn and Twitter and all that good stuff. Indy Blaine is my Twitter handle. And I am more of a reader than a tweeter. So I don't know. I don't know how much, how beneficial it'll be to follow me, but feel free.
0: That's awesome. And, uh, and hey, uh, from two vets here. Thank you for what you guys are doing too. Because I know I know you're not doing it for wealth and fame. You're you're plugging around every single day just trying to help vets out. And,
3: you're saying and, we can't make a lot of money doing this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody lie to you? Uh. <laughs> yeah, right after I raised my right hand. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since
3: I walked in that recruiter office, I don't <laughs> yeah. think anybody's told me the truth. Yeah.
0: So but no, I, I really mean that sincerely. Thank you for what you guys do. It's much needed. Yeah. Much yeah. needed. Thanks, guys. Thanks
3: for having me us on.
0: Well, uh, if you guys like this episode, once again, if you, if you know of a veteran, please pass it along to them, uh, and so that they can hear and understand how to contact the VA. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe. Please like us. Leave a review. A review is the greatest way to get us up in the rankings, and uh, and we hope you to listen next time. This is Doug Carr and Harrison Painter. Until we go. next
2: time, <laughs> love it. Please visit VeteranCast.com
1: for additional information. Subscribe to our podcast, and we'd also appreciate a review. God bless you, and God bless America.